Hello? Hi. I wonder how loud I am. <laughs> Wait, Elizabeth, I cannot hear you. Oh, because I wasn't talking. Oh, there I am. Hello? Hello. There you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those are some technical difficulties. I'm so no, sorry. it wasn't. It was user error, Julie. Well, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, so, fall is approaching. Fall is approaching. And I couldn't be happier. Sweater weather. Give me all the long pants and the sweaters. Although, I probably don't really get to wear a sweater where I live because it's still so damn hot. Um, it's very rare that I get to wear one as well when it's appropriate. Um, but speaking of sweater weather, so Matt and I are getting really stir crazy. Well, by we, I mean I. We can your know hair, this part Your hair is hitting your microphone. Oh. There you go. Um, it always is. But. Put that shit up. Because it's, because I want to talk about it because it's spook spook. So, um, Matt and I are, when we eat dinner tonight, we're going to talk about like, is it does it make sense for us to like try to go somewhere and go do something this year? Meaning like go somewhere that's not very populated and do something for zero money. So for Halloween. No, like just in general, like oh, when it gets yeah. colder, we've always had a dream of like going to Vermont, like taking a big road trip and like going up there and bringing copper and like getting our Airbnb for a long that time. So and, like, fun. Going to see snow. And, and so, I mean, we don't have the money to do that, but, um, I was looking at like Sky Scanner, that app where you can like see the map and like different dates, and it'll give you like when it's going to be cheaper, expensive yeah. to fly. And I found flights to Boston for like hundred and seventeen dollars round trip. That's good. And then with my discount from the hotel, I can stay at a hotel in Boston for like fifty bucks a night. And then we could go to Salem. Spooky bitch. Isn't that spooky? Yeah, it's spooky. You should I'm do excited. it. I know. I'm going to try to talk him into it. I got to find some some pros that are on his his dashboard. What do you mean? Like, he's not into the spooks. So yeah. really, it would be a trip for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you could do that, like, one day and then do some stuff he wants to do one day. Does he like Cheers, the show? Cheers? Oh, is that in Salem? No, it's in Boston. Oh. The um, Cheers bar is in Boston, I'm pretty sure. You would know if he was a fan, I feel like. <laughs> so he's probably not a big fan. So, anyway, but we're not talking about Salem today. We're talking about bad... My body is a wonderland. Body. Um, no, that makes it sound like we're talking about banging. We're not. No, we're not. Um, I honestly wish I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> Why don't you want to talk about it? Because I just don't feel good right now. Okay, you know? well, that's what we're here to talk about, I feel like. Okay, perfect. So, okay, the reason I was thinking about this, I feel like weight has come up in so many conversations I have had and maybe the last month. Like on Saturday, 
Brandon and I had a celebration of life to go to. And when I say we had a celebration of life to go to, the person that passed, she was like a very close friend of a good friend. And we walked up and like having known this woman that passed, like I should have known it was over by the beach. But I was like, I was picturing like we walk up and we're going to be down on the beach and maybe everyone holds a candle and they're going to like say a little something or like, I don't know. No, no, no. We walk up and it was a catered event with an open no. bar. No. Past hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> I music. like this lady. No. So literally we got in the car and I was like, all right, Brandon. And this is, you know, so like whatever of me. But I was like, I'm going to plan out what I want for my funeral. Yeah. For I'm sure. going to write that shit out and I'm going to no, put it. Do you know how much easier it makes it for your loved ones if you just fucking do it? Well, and like this person that passed away, she had breast cancer, so she got to help plan her own service. Well, and I, I guess she's going to have a formal service in her hometown in New York, but like this was like a celebration of life. But I mean, it was a party and like not to diminish the like sadness of the people that lost her because it was sad. Right. I mean, there were people crying still and like whatever, but for those people that were crying, they were also laughing and you know one minute they'd be laughing one minute they'd be crying but I think that's much more cathartic and like healing for people and like that's how she would have wanted to be remembered like she was always like literally the life of every party that I I went to and she was there like she was just like loud and proud and like always like I went up to the bar and I was like um they were like do you want a like a six ounce pour or a ten ounce pour of wine and I was going to say six ounce, but then in my head, I was like, whose party am I at? And I was like, the 10 ounce. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it was very healing for the people that um, were so close to her. Cathartic to is a good way to put that because I feel like yeah. there's a lot of closure and acceptance when there's laughter involved. Yeah. Which is but weird. But anyways, there are some people I saw at this event that I haven't seen in months, like since January because mm-hmm. of COVID and we were all like, right. you know, we wish this was better circumstances, but like, it's good to see you, whatever. But I just feel like weight came up in like multiple conversations. Oh, no. And then just like, I feel like everyone right now is talking about their damn weight, whether it's I, during quarantine, I got so fit and I lost all this weight or like, in it's my either case, it's black and white. There's no 50, 50. Yeah. Or in my case, it's like I gained 15 pounds, which like, I don't really give a shit that I've gained 15 pounds. I don't care. Wait, like, should we share the good news? Oh, well, yeah, but that was very ADD of you. Sorry. <laughs> I just started it, a new job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so we'll segue- It kind of relates because I've you didn't have a job, so you ate. Jo- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and now that I have a job and I'm going to be getting into routine, I'm sure I will, you know, my pants won't fit as snug in the next few months. But I just, I'm not going to overthink it. And... I get, like, it's not like I look in the mirror every day and I'm like, yeah, I look great. But it's also just not something I'm going to, like, obsess over. And I am concerned because I feel like a lot of people are obsessing about their weight right now. And that makes me sad for them. And I wish we could all just be like. So you can just be sad for me. Well, yeah, like, I would, uh, you know, it's like, let's just be forgiving of ourselves, especially this year. And, like, the weight, your weight's not the end of the world right now. No, but I, I know you have to fit into your dress. That's so the that's, thing. It's yeah. like, it's like I bought a dress fucking two years ago and I still have to like try to fit into it. Now I'm like, well, I don't know. I just like, I, I find that I lately have been like 
when I get undressed to go get in the shower, I don't look at my, I can't look at myself in the mirror. I don't do it because I will just get really down on myself. Well, yeah. And I don't, this is not the, even really the best subject for me to tackle because it's like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, um, like, I don't know what advice to give you on that. You know, like, I don't know what to say to someone that, like, was someone going to come and stand behind me and, like, make me look at myself and be like, look at it. No, like, it's, a, <laughs> like, it's just that, like, I don't know that I've ever really had uh, insecurities about my body that were that bad to where I had to overcome it. So, there, therefore, I don't know that I have any, like, well, if you're feeling that way, like, here's what helped me. Right. I don't have that experience because, like, I've definitely had my insecurities about things, but usually my insecurities are personality related. They're not looks related. And I'm not saying that I'm like a perfect 10. I'm absolutely not. I have stretch marks on my fucking kneecaps. I think you're a 10. Thank you. I think you are too. Um, But no, like I see my flaws. Like I know that I have physical flaws. I just don't care that much. um, In the grand scheme of things. I like what Julia Roberts says, even though I hate this movie and eat, pray, love. Have you seen that movie? I have seen it, but it's been forever. What'd she say? Well, first of all, I hate the movie. She just really whines. You're like, oh, and by the way, I hate it. No, it's literally like maybe the only movie I didn't finish in the theater. Oh my God, you left? I left the theater. That is so, so dramatic. I was so, no, because I went to go see another movie. Oh, you, oh, so I, you just, you were a stole. thief. I stole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my friend and I went to go see it and we got halfway through and we were like, it sucks. And I was like, hey, such and such movie starting in 10 minutes. Should we just go over there? And they were like, yeah. Can you still even do that anymore? A double feature? Is that like a thing? I mean, I'm sure you could. They're probably going to be selling double feature, like two for one movie nights, you know, when the Ugh, everybody reopen. go to your local movie theater and please yeah. keep people employed. God, it's scary. Um, But anyways, so but she does say something in the movie where she's like her friend. She's sitting there with her friend and they're like eating pizza and they're or. or Julia Roberts is eating the pizza. The friend is, like, staring at it. And she's like, what's wrong with your pizza? We're in Italy. Copper wants to know what's wrong Copper with the pizza. Copper really wants some pizza. Yeah, he does. She's like, what's wrong with your pizza? And she's like, looks at Julia Roberts and she's like, my pants don't button. Or, like, my pants are tight or something like that. And then Julia Roberts like, so? And she starts saying, like, oh, I have this flab around the, you know, where my pants button. And she goes, yeah, it's called a muffin top. And the friend is like, I've never had a muffin top before. And Julia Roberts goes on this little, like, diatribe about, has a man ever looked at you naked and complained or turned you down for sex? And she's like, well, no. And she's like, all right, so we're going to, today, we're going to eat this pizza. Tomorrow, we're going to buy bigger pants. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah, and it's just like, like, I'm not doing her speech justice, but, like, it is, like, a funny you know, she's like, we're in the middle of Italy. We're having fresh pizza. We're both hot. And we're just going to buy bigger pants tomorrow. Now, I don't think that you should continue to do that until you reach <laughs> morbid obesity. That's not what I'm saying. No, Because um, yeah. your health is important. But putting so much pressure on yourself to, like, look a certain way is exhausting. And I think when you're, when you're 80, are you going to look back on your body now and hate your body? Don't lie to yourself. You're not. You're going to be like, I was so hot. Yeah. I don't know. That being said, 
on the flip side, this is why this is a weird subject for me at all or in general. On the flip side of it, I also understand like when I have friends that are like, oh, I'm like annoyed, like I've gained 10 pounds and like I can't tell. I will also validate them not feeling like themselves in their own skin. Yeah. Like I'm not going to diminish their feelings of insecurity just because I don't see it or because I'm like, really? Or because I feel they shouldn't be insecure. It doesn't diminish their feelings. And I would never like invalidate somebody that way. I would say, you know, I think you look great, but I understand, right? you know, if you've gained 10 pounds, how you can feel uncomfortable in your own body because, you know, your clothes are fitting differently and you just don't feel your best. So it's this like weird mix of emotions for me of like empathizing, but then also just really wishing people didn't give as much of a shit. I wish people didn't give as much of a shit, but I also feel like for me, it's kind of like, and this is going to be like, I feel like just such a hypocrite because I literally just made myself, I mean, technically it was a protein smoothie, but like I put some extra chocolate syrup in there. You know what I mean? Like, and we ran out of milk, so I used coffee creamer. So it was basically a milkshake. It was a milkshake. And I... Like, I always feel better when I'm eating better. Yeah. But I have a really hard time staying on that track. And I also feel like, in comparison, I probably don't eat as bad as other people. Like, I very rarely eat out. Me and Matt eat in all the time. Like, we eat as much vegetables and protein as possible. There are some times that we, you know, on the weekends, we'll make a nice little homemade pizza. But I think you're allowed to do that. You know? Yeah. And I also burn a minimum of, like, 450 calories every single day. Except yeah, for you work out all the time. So in my head, and this is where I don't agree with myself, there's, like, a sense of entitlement. It's like, I worked out. I deserve this. And so, then I eat whatever I want, and then I'm like, I can't look at myself in the mirror. Well, from a strictly – weight maintenance perspective yeah you're backwards there like you shouldn't be if you're trying to lose weight it's not like you can work out and then just replace those calories you're at that point right. you're maintaining or you worked out and burned 450 calories and then you're like now I can have you know a chick-fil-a sandwich with a side of mac and cheese because I worked out well you're now replacing what you burned with additional exactly. calories so you do yeah. have to think I mean and whatever your weight goals are it's completely fine if you feel shitty right now because you've gained 20 pounds in quarantine you're trying to lose the weight girl go like girl do you like I'm like I've got your back in this like I think that's great I'm gonna be doing the same thing as soon as like I said I get my routine I'm gonna be cutting back on food and it's just so hard with the holidays coming up it's always so good well I think this year will be easier with the holidays I think there are gonna be less (sighs) holiday gatherings I I really think it's gonna be it's and I think everybody as a whole has gained more weight this summer I mean, summer is usually not the time of year you gain the weight. Yeah. And I think people also, are going to be going into the holidays like, nope, can't have that. I also have a really hard time with, like, feeling satisfied while also trying to watch what I eat. Like, I think you're really good at it. Like, you're good at being like, no, like, I I ate that and I'm full and I'm good and I don't, I don't need anything else. Like, for me, it's like, I had something sweet. Now I need something salty. Now I need something sweet. Now I need something salty. It's like, I can never be satisfied so I just am constantly eating yeah I I will say my my fault is well 
I'm an emotional eater and that's something I've struggled with my entire life. It's something I would love to be able to overcome and conquer. Right. Um, and I, and it comes in different ways. I use food as a, re- as a reward and I'll use food as a comfort. And at times I know subconsciously if I'm really stressed or I'm very upset, I will literally eat until I feel sick because then I think about the fact that I feel sick rather than what's upsetting me. Like I know psychologically that's yeah. why I do it. Um, and it's not every day, but you know, it is something like I would love to be able to overcome and maybe one day I will, I don't know. But um, it, it for me, that satisfaction where I'm like, I had it and I'm good usually comes from me treating food as a reward. So like literally I got a new job. I went out and bought a box of Velveeta mac and cheese ate the whole thing, didn't feel bad, but then I didn't, like, it's not like I was, like, now I need ice cream, now I need this, now I need that. Now, I might do that, though, if I was sad. So that's the thing. My eat, yeah. my bad eating habits depend on why I'm eating. And really, what we all need to do is just get used to looking at our bodies and going, I only get one of these. Right. And looking at your brain and going, I only get one of these. And it's a balance of treating your body and your brain with respect because if you restrict your food too much and you never have things that you love that set off serotonin in your mind, like, oh my gosh, this pizza is so good. And your brain's going, wee, I'm so happy. If you (laughs) ever do things like that, then you're not being very nice to your brain. So that's, I think, where balanced eating comes into play. I feel like I really just need to like find a nutritionist. I have one for you. I need a consultation. Uh, Karen, dietitian Karen on Instagram. It's really? Evans. It's yeah. It's Evans Little. Oh, really? Yeah, she's in Jacksonville. Everyone, go follow Dietitian Karen on Instagram. I think that's her Instagram handle. Um, because I just need to. I need someone to like talk to me about like what's your favorite foods. What do you gravitate towards in the like when you open the fridge? What do you go for? You yeah, know what di- I mean. Dietitian Karen, go follow okay. her. Um, I might need literally... to set up a consultation because I feel like I just want to feel. Because like what happens to me is like when I'm eating well. And by well, I mean when I'm entering shit into my fitness pal and I'm actually like my numbers are making sense. I'm finding that I'm really hungry and I'm not able to like get full. And well, Matt's ask like, her well, about it. And Matt's always like, well, you're not eating the right things. And I'm like, well, my protein's there. My carbs are there. Like I'm getting to what the numbers say that I need to be at. But are I'm you still eating a lot of vegetables? Because vegetables you can eat high volume. That's the thing. You could eat you, Elizabeth. You could go buy broccoli at the store and eat the entire head of broccoli with a little bit. Where of Where else would I buy broccoli, Julie? <laughs> on the black market. So serious. On you could bl- buy broccoli at the store. At the store on Amazon on the black market. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> yeah. At the farmers market. Um. Anyways, and you could eat like an entire head of broccoli, and that will keep you full. And you know, with veggies, you can you can eat in volume. But I'm not a dietitian. Seriously, DM Karen. I'm, I shit you not. Did you okay. find her on Instagram? I'm gonna look her up right now. Yeah, and she's funny because she'll post Internet Karen versus Dietitian Karen little like things, and it's hilarious. She plays with the name Karen because she knows it's hilarious that her name is Karen. All foods fit. Oh, I like her. Yeah, okay, I just followed her. I'm gonna shoot her a DM. Yeah. Tell her that I recommended you uh, to to reach out to her. Um, and then she's um, super fun. I was actually looking before because when you said you wanted to cover this topic earlier, and I rolled my eyes. I looked online um, at like 
how different body images for women have changed throughout the centuries. Um, and I'm going to turn my camera around, Julie, so you can see what I'm looking at. And we'll post some of these on the Instagram. Oh, <laughs> I want that to be in fashion. I know. Um, I could, she, oh, I could love to look like Look at that, that camel toe. She's look hot as fuck. go. So we're, we're looking at right now is the Venus of well, well, Willendorf. Sorry. Um, it's a figurine that dates back from 25,000 BC considered a masterpiece of paleolithic era so essentially it's a she's overweight she's overweight (laughs) she's got huge knockers yeah (laughs) i can see her camel toe and she's got a roll over her knees it's very realistic interpretation if she the female body well i feel that probably back then if you were well fed And you looked like that. It meant like you were wealthy and you were well off because you weren't starving. A hundred percent. The next one is Venus de Milo. De Milo, sorry. Um, From 100 BC. Everyone, when they see this, will probably realize what it is. Basically, it's it's a six-foot statue of the female figure. And the bottom half of her is covered up by a drape. And she doesn't have any arms, which obviously she had arms when she was sculpted. But she (laughs) does not have them anymore. And she looks great. She Her boobs kind of look like what mine looked like before I got my boob job. I-B-B-T. No, I-B-T-C. This one is my favorite. This looks like you and me on a Saturday night. <laughs> this looks like you and me at our work trip in January. This is The Three Graces by Peter Paul Rubens from 1635. It's an oil it's an oil painting and it's three women. It's the three it's three women and there's a lot of cellulite and I really like it. And then in the 1920s it shows like female the female figure was very slim and like streamlined, so like Great Gatsby, like Daisy. Julie, can you hear me? Hey, Elizabeth, keep going. I love when this happens because I don't edit it out and everyone can just hear you on my speakerphone. And then there's Marilyn. Yeah, she was like a size 8. I think she was an 8. Let me look. Which is actually pretty small. Yeah, a size 8 is little. Marilyn Monroe. Size. Your age, but I think for a woman pushing 30s, size 8. So she was, f- she was 5'5. Five five. She weighed, oh, she was tiny. She weighed 118 to 140 pounds. All right. When people say that she was super curvy, I don't. I don't believe them. Says her bust was 35 to 37 inches. Because her what? Her bust. Her bust was thirty-five to thirty-seven inches. That's a lot for five-five. Thirty-seven. Yeah. How did her boobs fluctuate so much? Up. There's my network. Hold on. Coming back in. Why does she always look like she doesn't have her eyes open all the way? It's all that heavy mascara weighing her lids down. So I saw something interesting today, literally like right before we started recording, I'm going to wait to come back in the room. Uh, so my audio suspense for a second. Hold on. Okay. 
Oh, there she is. Hey there, friends. Okay, so did you see that over the weekend Kim Kardashian released her Skims line for maternity? Skims? Skims. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Skin, Kim Kardashian's shapewear line is called Skims. She has a shim, She has a shapewear line? Where have you been? Do you live under a rock? Literally, I don't even know. She originally named it Kimono. The fuck? And then she was, like, confused about why. Because her, na- her name is Kim. I, I don't know. care. I know. Elizabeth, one of the, like, government <laughs> officials in Japan, like, wrote I was going to say, that's really like, disrespectful. He was like, hey, this is actually, uh, maybe change the name of your product. <laughs> <laughs> so in her defense at that point, she was like, yeah, okay, we'll change it. So she did. And so it's called Skims, which I think is a better name than Kimono. Yeah. I think Kimono is a terrible name anyways. And she has just released it's with shapewear. She just released shapewear for maternity. And it is getting mixed criticisms. Chrissy Teigen, I know people hate her. I'm sorry. Oh my god, what? I love her. People people hate her. I don't know. Who? Why. It's fine. I don't know. People do, but either way, <laughs> I don't have a problem with her. I don't love her or hate her. I just she's there. God, I love her. Um I'm sure, I think she's got good recipes though. Anyways, she you know, she's pregnant, so she, I guess, was wearing one of the skims for maternity, and she was, like, singing its praises on Instagram. But then a lot of the criticism came from people being like, seriously, can we not just get pregnant and our bodies get bigger and we don't feel bad about ourselves? That's true. Is it? But, okay, so I have no, mixed feelings. I think that's I think that's unfair criticism. I have mixed feelings. So, you know, your girl likes to try to rock a bodycon anytime she can. 100%. I'll be wearing more bodycon dresses when I'm pregnant than ever before. Exactly. Because you don't have to suck in. <laughs> and I think what what might the shapewear might be doing, which I've never been pregnant, so I don't know. But I have a feeling that your cellulite gets worse when you're pregnant. It does, sadly right. for us. So, um, it's I not have good a, news over here. It's really not. I have a feeling that the skims probably like sl- like smooth it out. So that when you yes. put that body con on, you're like, when you walk, it's not like, whoa, I could hide stuff in those dimples. Right. It's like, oh, look at her. She's real pretty and she's pregnant. And so also, I don't also have never been pregnant, so I don't know. But from what I know. From phone, friends, a, phone a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. From what I know of people that have been pregnant, which is many, um, when you're in like your last trimester – your belly gets like big and heavy and they make these belly bands. Do you know about belly bands? Yeah. It's yeah, it's literally like a band that you put around your belly and it helps hold to your support. belly up. Yeah. And I can imagine skims help holding that belly up too and make you look skinny. Listen, I don't have a problem with Okay, if you're going to have a problem with the maternity shapewear, you just have a problem with shapewear. In my that's like, very why, true. Why can yeah, a yeah, pregnant yeah. woman not wear shapewear? If you're the kind of person, which I don't, I don't, I literally don't wear shapewear. I probably would if I wore certain types of clothes, you know, more often than not. But even like my wedding dress, I was like, I want something I don't have to wear spanks in. Like, you know. So if you're just if you're the type of woman that wants to wear shapewear, and then you get pregnant, of course you want shapewear you can wear while you're pregnant. It's not for you. If you don't but like also, it, don't buy it. The thing about it is, is like, it's got to also be really helpful for when you're probably like a few weeks postpartum. Like, say you have an event. That too. You know what I mean? And like, it takes a long time for, for your body to get back. Away. Yeah, yeah. For your belly to go away, for your water weight to get down. Yeah. 
your body is still going to look relatively pregnant for a few weeks after you have that baby. So, yeah. and, and, and in a different world, like that shapewear is also probably assisting in like that situation because yeah. your body's, your body's really fragile. Your body's trying to be put back together. You're also right. nursing. So you don't need something that's going to be like fucking Spanx size small sucking your like really fragile body back together. You need something that's a little bit more gentle. I just, I mean, yeah, you want to say, oh, can women just not get bigger and like embrace the getting bigger? I mean, sure. But I don't think that's what the shapewear is trying to say. No. Yeah. It's like, girl, you try, you trying to wear that white bodycon jumpsuit yeah. while you're pregnant? Yeah. Uh, bitch, I am. So yeah. I'm going to get me some shapewear. Wear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably use it for sure while no, I was I would pregnant. 100% use it. I'll probably gonna... try to wear my normal shapewear while I'm pregnant, and then it's going to just rip down the seams. I'd be willing to bet, and I'm not, and have never been pregnant, but I'd be willing to bet most of the women criticizing this have never actually been pregnant. And have never oh. felt the insecurity that, I mean, every single person I know that's ever had a baby hasn't just been like, I mean, I know that there are women out there and good for them that yeah. they're pregnant and then they don't, they don't care. Yeah. Every single woman I know, the most beautiful woman I know that's been pregnant when they're really pregnant, they're like, oh my God, I'm fat. Like, and they, no. you, they feel bad. Oh, it drives me crazy. But it is. People do say you're that. literally you're like you're making growing a, tiny a human. human being yeah i know but then if imagine if there were spanks you could wear to make yourself feel more confident while you're feeling that way i think it's a great thing and in the beginning parts too like when you don't like if you're not really sure like oh is that is that lady pregnant or is she just a little chunk well if you wear the shapewear and it makes your pregnant <laughs> belly be less you're they're gonna go oh she's just chunk got it but anyways i say we leave kim alone let her live her life. Let her run her business. If you knew how to run a business. Next on my list is Twiggy. We all know. Oh, did Twiggy I interrupt like. your body shape? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you oh, did. But we're back so on sorry. it. Sorry. Okay. So I do want to say, and this is a brag, my mom stood in as the lighting. Um, what's it called when you're like the person that just steps in to make sure that the lighting crew can get their lighting right? The lighting crew stepper in her. I don't know. I, go, I don't know. I guess Twiggy was like filming a movie in my mom's hometown when my mom was in high school. And um, they had people come in that were like the same like body like proportions so they could do the lighting. And my mom was chosen to be Twiggy's for oh, the lighting. Oh, was your mom that tiny? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? She was like Katie sized. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like Naomi Campbell, like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In the 80s. I feel like that's when things started to get to where they are, like, now. Like, expectations. Well, I think Twiggy was the first really, really skinny, tiny, pretty woman that everyone was like, oh, my gosh, I should look like her. And for people that don't know, Twiggy was really, really popular in the um, mid-60s. I would say most people probably know who she is, but... Yeah, but the time frame. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, just going through the 90s everything was just like slim 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 and now we were in this like i want a fat ass mentality which like i want a fat ass yeah i have a fat ass so i <laughs> <laughs> it's my time to shine <laughs> 
but no it's like big boobs big butt like big lips like everybody wants like something that's a little bit voluptuous no i don't have big lips which is fine i can live without it but i mean but it's still like teeny tiny waist it's still like that hourglass mentality i don't know yeah. Would you ever get butt implants if you didn't have a fat ass? Okay. If you were say, in my I position, really would you get need butt, butt, implants. butt implants? Um, I mean, I would do any kind of plastic surgery that I felt like would make me feel better about myself. If I was doing it for myself, do you want butt implants? No. I just am wondering. Well, I do think, you know, it's all about what you want for yourself. But you have to think about with any kind of plastic surgery, especially that's going to be permanent, like – is this look just a trend? Right. I don't know if big booties are going to be in fashion forever. But maybe you could have butt implants removed if you wanted to. I don't know. Do you remember in college when somebody got me as a gag gift those underwear that had oh my God. Yes. the butt pads yes. in them? So yes. as big as my ass already is, then I put them on and I, <laughs> I looked like Julie. Medea. Put- I looked like Medea. Okay, so Julie Julie has a big butt, and she's got tiny legs. So it's, like, a little bit disproportionate. There's a little bit of, like, a Mike Wazowski thing going on with her butt. <laughs> yeah. And so, so she put on these padded underwear, and it was, like, the pads were literally just in the butt cheeks. And it was kind of, like, bottom heavy with the pads. So she puts these on, and then we can't stop laughing. But then I'm like, wait, no, Julie, go put pants on. Yeah, with them. I need to see the full yeah. picture. And, like, from the front, she's, like, walking out, and she looks fine. She, like, turns to the side, and <laughs> the literally, shelf. like, she could have, like, knocked something over. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I think they were selling them at Walmart, and we were, like, oh, my God. Like, literally. Which, like, I guess it's, like, stuffing your bra. Yeah. But, or wearing a push-up bra, not stuffing your bra. I guess I meant push-up bra. It was, like, Oh, my God. What if there were push-up underwear? Oh. Well, that's what it kind of was. If you think about it, in a way, I mean, booty enhancing underwear. Push up browser just booty. It was basically bras. a leotard <laughs> with butt pads. Yeah, it was literally amazing. I might still have them in my costume I box. I hope which is you my do. I probably honestly. Will you just I put them on? Them. No, just okay tonight. Put them on. Oh. Find them. Just don't say anything and just put them on underneath your clothes that exist already. Oh my god! And don't say brilliant. don't say anything and just and see totally what Brandon says. Yeah. Well, he's gonna. Well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> He'll know immediately. Let me put it that way. He does greet me with a nice butt squeeze when he comes home from work, and he's gonna be like, "Are you wearing a diaper?" <laughs> <laughs> what is what is that that's not... he's gonna be like i just changed nine of those he's gonna, today he's, gonna be, just... yeah. <laughs> he's literally gonna be like that's not the booty i recognize Aww. what is this can you tell everybody what the routine is for brandon when he gets home so there's a sign on our door and he has to <laughs> strip down to his underwear in the garage skivvies skivvies and he has to spray his shoes with a rubbing alcohol sanitizing solution and then he puts his scrubs in the basket. And then he comes inside. And what's really funny is that we have a really big window in the front of our house. So he usually walks in the living room to say hi to me and the dog. And, you know, give me a nice little butt squeeze. And the neighbors just see him standing there. <laughs> he wears, like, boxer briefs. So, you know, it doesn't – it's not shorts. You know, you can tell it's not shorts. And then I make him immediately go shower to shower off the COVID. 
Right. Um, and then and then we eat dinner. But that's that's the that's the getting home routine. But it was funny because I think a lot of healthcare workers are doing this. I saw something online that was like, if you have a neighbor that's a healthcare worker, just don't be alarmed when you see us stripping naked in front, you know, outside of our houses. And we're lucky that we have a garage. It's so true. Can, like, yeah, he like could come in the garage and like have some privacy. But and it's nice that your washer dryer in the garage too, so he can literally just like throw them right in there. Yeah, everything stays outside. Not that I'm even like at this point as worried about it. His hospital has literally been on top of it with the PPE. And they've been so, like, they've really taken care of their employees, which I'm really grateful for. But at first, I I went to the store and was like, we're going to both get COVID. I just need to stop. <laughs> I know. I remember. I was really like, oh. we're, it's, we're, it's just going to happen. I don't know when, but it's going to. So I went and got, like, so much NyQuil and, like, you know, fever reducers and tissues and a, whatever. Soups. I've since eaten all the soups. And I think also <laughs> drank all the NyQuil. There've been some nights it was. <laughs> There've been some nights it was hard to sleep. I just took some Nyquil. Oh, Sometimes that was me were... last night. I had such bad anxiety. I was laying in bed and like, you know how I do that foot shake thing, and I don't even notice I'm doing yes, it. Yes, it drives me insane. Right, and so poor Matt has to deal with it twenty four seven. But like, it's extra bad when I have anxiety. So I'm laying in bed and I like I'm watching Gilmore Girls because that's the only thing that can put me to sleep late at night. Yeah, and it's this it's the singy songy in the background. And honestly, Matt. I was, I guess I didn't even realize I'd been laying down for like three hours and still hadn't been sleeping at all. And Matt just like turns over and goes, I'm going to go sleep in the guest bed. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, what's wrong? And he was like, I can't deal with you shaking the bed the entire night. And I was like, oh, sorry. But yeah, I wish I had some NyQuil on hand last night. That would have been, been nice. We do not condone the use of NyQuil as a sleep aid. I'm um, sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> well, I said it first, actually. Uh, please do not take NyQuil unless you have a cold. Oh, do we want to – this is going to be our last week doing two episodes in one week, right? Yes. I started a new job, and Elizabeth is back to working full-time. So now that we are both full-time employed, we are going to be dropping down to one episode a week. Um, we'll be just releasing episode on Thursdays. Unless we're feeling really crafty and there's just something really major that we need to cover. Yeah, like, then we can like totally do Lunius it. Lunius Major. Zetus Lapidus. Lunius Major? Is that what she says? I remember I Zetus Lapidus. She always says something major. Like well, everything's major. Like, major. It's, it's crazy. Drama major. major. Drama major. Yeah. If it's drama it. major, we're going to cover it. Yeah, exactly. So um, follow us on all the socials. And send us embarrassing stories. Do we have enough soon to do an episode? No. Elizabeth's shaking her head no. You guys are slacking. Send us your damn stories. <laughs> <laughs> SpaghettiHeadsPodcast at Outlook.com. SpaghettiHeadsPodcast for Instagram. Spaghetti underscore heads for Twitter. Those are all the things. Those are all of them. Awesome. All right. Cheers. Please go find that underwear. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it on, not say anything. I'll let you know what happens. All right. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye.